1: New York, you're listening to Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn, coming to you like every Wednesday night after the relentlessly groovy Jericho Chronicles hosted by the one and only Mike Joseph. We open today with an original combination of Django Reinhardt and Miles Davis, beautifully concocted by the Hot Club of Detroit. From their McAvenue release, it's about that time, we heard the medley of two compositions, Heavy Artillery by Django Reinhardt and It's About That Time by Miles Davis. This is from an album that came out in 2010, the year that marked the 100th year from the birth of the French gypsy jazz legend Django Reinhardt. On the other hand, yesterday, Tuesday, the 30th of July 2019, we marked the 50th anniversary of the release of Miles Davis in a Silent Way the album which included the original version of It's About That Time. And so, since uh, last week we celebrated the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, with jazz inspired by the moon and uh, celestial travels, thanks to a well-timed idea from Dr. Jazz, the celebrated host of uh, Gifts and Messages, the weekly jazz show on Baton Rouge's WHYR, and a dear friend of Mondo Jazz, we thought that indeed it made perfect sense to celebrate something else for which 1969 should be remembered, such as In a Silent Way, the seminal album by one of jazz's most celebrated stars. In a career like that of Miles Davis, marked by a continuous search for new directions, In a Silent Way was yet another gorgeous album that signaled the end of an era, that of the historic quintet with Wayne Shorter, Herbie Hancock, Ron Carter and Tony Williams, and the beginning of The Electric Ears, which uh, would lead to other pinnacles like uh, Beach's Brew and On the Corner, that would bring uh, to the fold a new, quite international crew, with the Austrian pianist and keyboard player Joe Zawinul, two promising but little known at the time British musicians like uh, guitarist John McLaughlin and bassist uh, Dave Holland, together with Chick Corea on keys and uh, Jack DeJohnette on drums. Most importantly, this album made it clear that Miles was starting to be increasingly interested in incorporating elements coming from beyond the jazz pond, in particular those of rock and funk, with a special interest in uh, Jimi Hendrix, James Brown and Sly and the Family Stone, thanks in no small way to the stylistic influence uh, that Betty Mabry, Miles' second wife, exerted on him. And of course, uh, jazz purists did what they were expected to do. They complained and lamented the loss of purity that Miles' music was undergoing and the potentially disastrous impact it could have on the rest of the jazz world. But little they knew that this new phase was not going to be a momentary lapse of reason. On the contrary, it would exert a great impact on the following decades of jazz, showing, if anything, that jazz's greatest virtue is perhaps its capacity to continuously evolve by incorporating and metabolizing whatever is current. So, this week we'll focus on artists that have followed the trail blazed by In A Silent Way, as is the case of the French trumpeter Médéric coignon Up next is his take on three of the tracks that appeared on In A Silent Way, the medley of Shh, Peaceful, with Again, It's About That Time, and as you will hear, this sounds quite different from the rendition by the Hot Club of Detroit. Listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, a special edition of Mondo Jazz dedicated to the legacy of Miles Davis' electric years, in celebration of the 50th anniversary of his album In a Silent Way. The music contained on In a Silent Way, Bitches Brew and many of the following albums from Miles' electric phase have such a strong personality, it is so rooted in the signature sounds of the amazing players that performed it on those historic albums. It's largely improvised, and so it must be incredibly hard to come up with renditions of those tunes that sound true to the spirit of that music and yet do not come across as if they were played just by a cover band, since it's quite impossible that a faithful rendition of this music can sound better than the original. And so today we're trying to highlight uh, those experiments that seem to have been most successful in uh, tackling this uh, difficult task, one of the best examples in this regard has been, in my view, the project led by the French uh, pocket cornet player Mederic Collignon from his album entitled shangri Tuncashila, which came out in 2009 on the Blue music uh, label We Heard, a medley of Peaceful, and it's about that time, tracks that appeared on In a Silent Way*. That was followed by a rendition of In a Silent Way itself, uh, this time in the uh, hands of another original musician like uh, clarinetist uh, Don Byron. From uh, his album uh, Ivy Divey, featuring Jason Moran on piano and Jack DeJohnette on drums, we heard this beautiful rendition of In a Silent Way. So let's now continue with another excellent band whose members have an in-depth understanding of Miles' electric years and can therefore do justice to his music, Animation from their album Asiento, here is their take on Beach's Brew Thank <makes noise> you. Intense set uh, with two tracks. We started off with a rendition of Beaches Brew from Asiento, the 2011 album by Animation. This album had been recorded five years earlier at a live uh, concert uh, in uh, New York at Merkin Hall as part of a series called uh, Reissue Classic Recordings Live and it featured uh, Scott Kinsey on keyboards and uh, synthesizers, uh, Matt Garrison on bass, uh, DJ Logic on turntables, Guy Licata on drums, and the two main musicians behind the project, Tim Higgins in the difficult role of playing the trumpet, a challenge that he at beautifully, and Bob Belden on saxophone. Bob Belden being one of the world experts on Miles Electric Face, having produced, among other things, the 1998 box set, the complete Bitches Brew sessions. And then we went back to Médéric Collignon because uh, Shangri-Tunkashi-La is, as I mentioned earlier, one of the best examples of modern interpretations of Miles' electric years. This is an album that came out in 2009 and features uh, the project called Joux De Box, uh, led by Médéric Collignon, together with uh, Frank Vouste on Fender Rhodes, Frédéric uh, Chifolo on bass and Philippe Glaze on uh, drums. This time we heard their take on Mademoiselle Mabry, a tune that Miles included in the Fiste Kilimanjaro, an album that came out just a few months before in a silent way, and that in some ways pointed in that direction. Mademoiselle Mabry, or Miss Mabry, was, as mentioned earlier, the second wife of Miles, Betty Davis. She was a truly original artist and a singer in her own right, and uh, a muse to Miles, Uh, so she played a key role in sparking his interest in rock, funk, etc and in musicians like Jimi Hendrix or Sly Stone. composition pays a tribute to that, since the chord progression at the very beginning of it clearly nods to Jimi Hendrix's uh, The Wind Cries Mary. So let's check out some music by Betty Davis, just to get a sense of the amount of talent and type A personality that was in that household. Here she is with Come Take Me from her 1973 debut album, Betty Davis.
0: Come with me!
1: dynamic set was opened by betty davis and her tune come take me whose title sounds so perfect to describe both her attitude and miles Davis' relentless desire to be uncatchable for all the contemporaries that tried to imitate him and so much raw energy there this tune came out in 1973 can you believe how it must have sounded back in the day with this original and high-powered blend of rock and funk it was re-released by Light in the Attic Records in 2007. It was featured on Betty Davis' debut self-titled album, showing the immense talent of an artist that, that was 28 years old and clearly ahead of her time when this album came out. But already had a huge personality, so huge that a tough cookie like Miles had himself quite a hard time handling it. And so, even though their marriage lasted for just a few years her inspiration changed the course of Miles' career forever. After that quite funky tune, we heard a Tattoo, Agartha Funk, from Upriver, the 2005 cuneiform release by one of the bands that has been perhaps among the, the best proponents of Miles' electric repertoire. Yo Miles, the large ensemble headed by guitarist uh, Henry Kaiser and trumpeter Wadada Leo Smith and featuring a number of uh, top-notch musicians, like uh, members of the Rova Quartet or uh, Greg Osby, just to name a few. Tattoo and Agartha are two tracks from a later Miles Davis album, the Live 1975 recording from Japan, Agartha. By that point, uh, Miles had not looked back and he was deep down in his electric uh, phase. From a later part of his career came the catchy tune that we heard last, Jean-Pierre that uh, we heard in the rendition of uh, Bill Evans, the saxophonist that, uh, when he was just 22 years old, joined Miles Davis in the early 80s and played with him uh, for a number of years. This tune comes from uh, his album Soul Grass, an album in which uh, he created a rather original blend of bluegrass and jazz, in the good company of masters of both genres, like a uh, bella fleck on banjo or Vinnie Colaiuta on drums. Let's now check some music uh, from an even later part of Miles' career and let's hear it from Miles himself. This is a live version of Decoy. Listening to Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. This week, uh, we're focusing on the music of artists that have uh, followed in the steps of Miles Davis' electric years. We started off the set with a scorching version of the title track from the 1984 Miles Davis album Decoy. The live version that we heard uh, was recorded live in 1985, a year later, in uh, Switzerland at the Montreux Jazz Festival. And highlighted that next to Miles himself the great energy that guitarist uh, John Scofield and saxophonist uh, Bob Berg used to bring to those great performances. With that tune, we closed this section of our show dedicated to compositions performed by Miles at some point or another of his electric years, and we switched to musicians that today make music that would probably be impossible without uh, those uh, early electric albums by Miles Davis. Uh, first off was uh, Jeff Ballard and his uh, latest project and album, Fairground, from which we heard the tune Hey Pete, featuring Lionel Luke on guitar, Kevin Hayes on keyboards and piano, Reed Anderson on electronics, and Pete Rende on Fender Rhodes and piano. The album uh, came out earlier this year on the British label run by Dave Stapleton, Edish Edition Records. We then close the set with the latest single from the British Bahrainian trumpet sensation, Yaz Ahmed. From an upcoming album soon out on Ropadop Records, we heard Lahan al-Mansur and Yaz Ahmed's signature blend of electric jazz and Arabic melodies, something that Miles would have certainly approved. So let's now continue with another reference trumpeter of today's creative scene. Dave Douglas and uh, from his album uh, Freak In, here is Black Rock Park. And indeed, this is Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn today, focusing on the music of Miles Davis' electric years and how it has influenced the generations of musicians that came after him. The set that uh, we heard some of them, starting with trumpeter Dave Douglas uh, from his album entitled Freakin', which came out on RCA Bluebird in 2003. We heard a composition entitled Black Rock Park, which features Dave Douglas on trumpet, of course, Jamie Saft on keyboards, Mark Ribot on guitar, Joey Baron on drums, and on this particular track, also Seamus Blake on saxophone, together with Brad Jones on bass and Ikwe Mori on electronic percussions. That was followed by an album by Matt Maneri, on which we actually don't have any trumpet players. Matt Maneri has an amazing, very personal style, and this might be one of the pinnacles in his production, it's an album entitled The Sustain, which features Joe McPhee on soprano saxophone, William Parker on bass, Gerald Cleaver on drums, and Craig Taborn on keyboards. We then completed the set with the Italian guitarist Enrico Merlin, who, not only is one of the most eclectic musicians out there, uh, with projects uh, ranging anywhere from uh, Dixieland uh, to the Avant-Garde. But he's also one of the world foremost experts in the electric years of Miles Davis and Miles Davis in general. And this is a tribute that he has paid uh, with a band called Molester Smiles to Black Satin. This is a band featuring Achille Succi on bass clarinet and alto saxophone, Massimiliano Milesi on soprano and tenor saxophones, Giancarlo Tossani on Fender Roads, uh, Giacomo Famitti. Papetti on bass, and Filippo Sala on drums, uh, together, of course, with Enrico Merlin, all musicians that, uh, if you have been listening to Mondo Jazz, you've become familiar with. It all comes from a six-volume uh, uh, CD entitled Never Again, which features highlights uh, from Enrico Merlin's career. Let's now continue with more music inspired by the electric years of uh, Miles Davis, this time uh, from another trumpet player that drew clear inspiration from uh, miles davis and that's mark isham from his album miles remembered the silent way project here is his composition entitled internet You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Mondo Jazz and a special edition dedicated to Miles Davis and its legacy. Before going into the details of the set we just played, let me remind you that uh, among other ways that uh, Radio Free Brooklyn has to support itself, we're also able to generate revenue by providing affordable podcast uh, recording services to people in the community. So if you're thinking about starting a new podcast, or you would like to upgrade uh, your current podcast and have it recorded by professionals, then you should try a special promotion that will be going on until September 1st. If you just uh, use the coupon code MJ when scheduling, you will be getting 20% off the cost of your first recording with us. So just go to radiofreebrooklyn.org/slash podcast studio and enter your coupon code to get your discount once again radiofreebrooklyn.org slash podcast studio and use coupon code mj before september 1st and now back to the music we just played Uh, we had uh, three fundamental trumpet players for today's uh, jazz world we started with mark isham and his composition internet uh, from a live album recorded in washington dc entitled miles remembered the silent way project in which Mark Isham delves into the electric years of Miles Davis, even though this was a, an original composition by him. We then moved to the music of a very influential trumpet player, John Hassell from an album entitled Marifa Street Magic Realism Two. We heard a composition entitled Divine SOS, and we then um, closed the set with uh, Nicholas Payton, and uh, from his 2003 album Sonic Trans, uh, we heard a composition entitled Fella One. Let's now continue along the same lines with the Swiss trumpet player Eric Truffaz and his uh, composition entitled Less. uh, Today's episode of Mondo Jazz, and in this uh, last section, we have played uh, three tracks, starting with the Swiss uh, trumpet player Eric Truffaz and his quartet. From his uh, 2000 uh, album uh, entitled The Mask, which came out on the Blue Note label, we heard a composition entitled Less. Eric Truffaz, together with uh, a number of other musicians, has seemed to have really brought forward the uh, legacy of the electric years of Miles Davis. And so is the case of Ben Neal from his uh, 1998 album, uh, Goldbug. we heard the title track. Ben Neal is, um, among other things, the inventor of the so-called mutant trumpet, which is basically a trumpet uh, modified uh, so that there are some extra bells and valves and other electrical modifications so that uh, you can actually play it uh, both acoustically or to drive computer music. We then completed this set uh, with a seminal album by the Norwegian uh, trumpet player Nils Petter Molvær, where the composition was entitled Flon, and the album uh, came out in 1997 on ECM, and it was entitled Khmer. Uh, let me give you a couple more announcements uh, before closing today's set. Uh, let me first remind you that after Mondo Jazz, as always, Uh, You have Bushwick Garage, Radio Free Brooklyn Psychedelic Rock Weekly Show by Rob Pritchard. So stay tuned, don't miss it. If you like what you heard on Radio Free Brooklyn and Mondo Jazz, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also go to our website where you can download our app for iPhone or Android. And you can also sign up for our newsletter, uh, which comes out once a month and learn about uh, our projects, including uh, one of the ones we are really proud of, the after-school program that offers the chance to local teenagers to learn media literacy through a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. Today's episode of Mondo Jazz will be archived, with all past episodes, on Mixcloud, Megaphone and iTunes, and our archive shows are also featured every week on allaboutjazz.com, the greatest online jazz source. Bassist and composer Ben Allison wrote and performed our theme, featuring Ted Nash on flute and the voiceover by Piang Threadgill. And as always, uh, we have one more track for you. And once again, uh, this is a tribute to Miles Davis and his electric ears. And uh, it comes from an album which is uh, aptly entitled About a Silent Way. And uh, from this album, we're going to listen to About a Silent Way, number two. Which features a Martux M on electronics, Fabrizio Bosso the Italian uh, trumpet player, Francesco Bertzati on saxophone, and uh, the Norwegian guitarist even Arset, which was also featured in the earlier album by Niels Petter Molvær, and finally Aldo Vigorito on bass. Thank you for listening and good night. Here is about a silent way.